0: Join with me, brothers and sisters, in extending a war, Washington DC vibration. Tom. It's back, Broadway, all day, coming through your doorway, giving you the roll from northwestern Norway. Finetrate mind baby, this is foreplay. Giving out jewels and gems to get a sore pain. Run the shop with hot takes and ball fades. Jamison shots to shape them up and get your shit straight. We can talk tech, politics, sports, soulmate. I ain't here to talk about your homeboy mixtape. We just trying to get great. Keep it up, no breaks. Where I'm from? Whole weight, D.C., no state. Shout out to everybody showing love anyway. Turn it up and tune it in. Thanks for listening to Black Broadway. Uh, Black Broadway. Uh, yeah, do this all day. Yeah, we do this all day. Hey, once again, Black Broadway. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, sir. And we are back, y'all. Another week, another episode of Black Broadway Podcast, man. Super excited to be here. Super stoked for y'all tuning in. Yo, we appreciate it, man. Like I said always, man, we appreciate everybody that listens on a weekly basis. Tune in and turn up with us, man. We appreciate everybody that's liking our Instagram pictures, that's following us on IG, follow me on Twitter, follow us anywhere. Pay attention to anything that we do, man, because we really appreciate it. We could not do this without y'all, man. We're moving in a whole new direction right now, man. Things are really starting to glow up, man. Change the look up of the Black Broadway IG. If anybody noticed, man, we're taking it to a different level to where it's not just like, oh, look at me or look at what I'm doing or look at what we up to, blah, blah, blah. This is more about our inspiration, you know what I'm saying? Our muses, the things that really make Us Tick and make us think and make us inspired to put this show out on a weekly basis and keep hitting y'all with this content. You know what I'm saying? We want all your comments. We want all your feedback. That's what we need from this community, man. On iTunes, please just drop us a rating, a comment. Anything, it all helps, man. Even if you give us one star, you want to give us one star, that's cool. You want to give us five stars, even cooler. But, you know, we need that. We need that feedback. We need that in order to get up into the ways that we're trying to get to, get up in the ranks that we're trying to get to. You know, give the DC creative community a platform for real. And the more people that we got paying attention, the more people is going just gravitate towards all the different things that we try to give a spotlight to man this week we got an excellent episode man some great brothers doing great things out there in southeast out in berry farms man really putting it down for the youth man good camp got a lot of brothers out there that are handling business we had a whole room full of kids that was so stoked to just be a part of a podcast yo they was like this is crazy man they grabbing on the bike you know what i'm saying everybody had a little something that they wanted to say and i was just glad to be able to you know come in there and give them an opportunity to you know participate in something like that because this is really the wave of the future this is where media is going this is where information distribution is going because hey not for nothing the right wingers do have a point when they say that mainstream media is fucked up And they just give us these images and these, you know, uh, stories that they think we want to hear or stuff that's going to keep us thinking in a certain pattern or keep us behaving in a certain pattern for real, because that's the point. But when you got podcasts, you got independent media, you got independent writers, independent broadcasters that makes a huge difference, man. And we bringing y'all stories like the ones we are gonna bring you on the second half of this show here and like the stuff we are gonna discuss in the top of this show here, man. So first we gotta recap last week, cause last week was dope, man. Last week was a good little moment to talk about these Sunday shows that's been taking up so much of everybody's time and attention, especially in the summertime when it's not a whole lot to do. You know, you sitting back in July, August, kind of on vacation or you kind of working real hard like me but you're trying to put it together and hey on sunday everybody needs a little bit of escapism so we getting that in and i'm glad you know i was able to take a little moment last week and talk about that shout outs to everybody that tuned in and listened to that man that was fun that was definitely a dope joy and then like hey i was rewarded with Perhaps the best episode of Game of Thrones ever. I mean, you know, I'm on the the list of saying, yo, that might have been the best episode of Game of Thrones ever. At least top three for me. Incredible. I'm just tight. I don't know what I'm going to do when Game of Thrones is over. Probably watch it again. But at the end of the day, I'm just tight that we only got like half a season left, man. And things are moving in the right direction. So, yo, I'm excited. I can't wait till this Sunday, man. I'm ready, yo. Uh, Power. Power is crazy, yo. So, like I said, I just got into Power, and I'm glad that I'm into it because, again, I like, I appreciate that 50 is doing something big, and, like, I appreciate 50 being able to create this show. And, again, a platform for guys like Amari Hardwick, Notori Norton, all of these black actors that are really Charlie Murphy, you know what I'm saying, R.I.P., all of these black actors who really got a chance to, you know, come on a major cable network show and do they thing. And not only do they thing, but like really, you know, have some creative control, man. But only issue I got with power, especially after last week episode, man, y'all got to cut it out with this gun butt shit, man. I mean, look, I ain't never had the opportunity or displeasure, misfortune to have to pistol whip somebody, but I definitely seen it happen to a couple of people. And I know one fact. You're not going to just smack nobody with a pistol one time and they just hit the floor and they are cautious for the next hour. Like, let's 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 ease up on that. <laughs> that shit's ridiculous. I've seen about five people get smacked with guns or power and just lose their whole entire consciousness like it was anesthesia or something, like it was nitrous oxide, yo. Y'all got to chill, fifth. But other than that, you're doing a backup job, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see where this is going, like... Every week, they just wild out in the writer's room. I can tell. they just like, what's the craziest shit that we can do this week? And they do it. So, I see where power is going. I appreciate what's happening there. Even though recently, what was it? Maybe yesterday, man, 50 got out there, man, got on the Instagram and was really, you know, expressing his displeasure with feeling undervalued at stars. And I can appreciate that because, like, yo, hey, corporate is corporate, man. And you know that those white folks who's sitting in those offices up at the top on stars, they don't give a fuck about no Curtis Jackson. Man. He's just another guy that's making some money for them. And they probably feel like, to a certain extent, that they made him. But what they don't know about 50 is 50 is actually crazy. And 50 is actually really a self-made man. yo. He's really taking it from the gutter, from Southside Jamaica Queens all the way to the top. So if they think they made 50, hey, okay, make another 50. It ain't gonna be another Stars for a while. It's gonna be, have to be somebody else that comes in that's a self-made person, that's gonna take that opportunity and maximize it in the same way that 50 has, man. And I don't think that that's a, a sure bet. So I think it would behoove the people at Stars to show that man some respect And, hey, 50, you know, sometimes I know you laid up late at night. You got a bottle of F in it. And I know you just want to let them shots fly, man. So, hey, I respect it. I'm with you, yo. I'm on the team, man. Fuck stars. If they don't want to show you their love and give you that proper respect, hey, the next step might be, you know, G-Unit channel. You know what I'm saying? It ain't TV. It's G-Unit. I I can see it. You know what I'm saying? So, I fucks with the vision. Keep that going, 5th, man. Whatever you got to do, yo. And speaking of another, you know, black-produced, black-created content that's on another channel, HBO. We got Insecure, man. Insecure is really rocking and rolling this year, yo. Like, And it's funny because Insecure has turned to this entire, like, battle of the sexes. Like, every Sunday when that episode airs on HBO, yo... The battle lines is drawn. You know, it's it's Lawrence Hive. It's Team Issa. It's Team Tasha. And it's like people are really getting their heels dug in to, you know, defend their viewpoint on whatever character they identify with the most. And I think that that's really great. I was talking to my lady about that and I was just like, yo, it's all about being able to relate. That's what makes that show so great. A lot of us, especially a lot of young black adults, man, we all have had these experiences and it's not even just black adults because everybody has relationships and everybody has relationship issues but i think even with her issues with her job with the nonprofit, even the issues with molly and her finding out that she is severely underpaid compared to one of her perhaps less qualified white male counterparts, which is a real thing. If y'all haven't been paying attention, man, women's equality and women's pay has really been a big thing in the news recently, and specifically black women's pay. If you can understand this, if you can even fathom and wrap your head around this, a black woman gets paid 63 cents to every dollar that a white male gets paid. That is 37% less than a white male who's doing the exact same job or perhaps a less job or less qualified to perform this job gets paid. And that's real life. Something, I don't don't remember the exact number, but that takes, in order to make that wage gap up, it would take somewhere in the neighborhood of like 143 extra days in a year. And that's pretty much half of another year that's insane that is insane that's unfair it's ridiculous and i hope that everybody can work towards bringing some equity to that situation because that's unacceptable man but Issa Rae, i see you doing your thing yo it's official i'm I'm very proud of you i'm very proud of that whole cast man they're doing great work out there and i hope they keep it up man hey when we make it to hollywood Black Broadway, we going big up Issa Rae and the whole Insecure crew. Big up the whole Power Crew, man. All of y'all, man. Y'all doing big things out there. So, yo. Everybody stay tuned on Sunday, man. Maybe we'll revisit this at some point in time. And we definitely got to revisit Thrones at the end of the season. But at the end of all of these seasons, maybe we'll sit down with a nice little panel and revisit this whole situation and really talk about it. Because it's going to be fun, yo. But, man, we got a couple of events coming up this week, man. A couple of things we want to talk about before we get into the Listen to the Kids episode. Listen to the kids, bro. Listen to the kids, bro. But we got a couple of events going out this week. For everybody, the kids, the grown-ups, you know, the fly people, all of that, man. First thing we got going on this weekend is Art Rave DC, man. That's going to be on Saturday on the 5th, August 5th. That's from 11 to 5 p.m. It's 3 99 It's going to be between like 15th and P. And there's also, I believe, another satellite location on uh, 8th Street northeast and this is where art meets fashion meets vendors you know it's a whole marketplace a whole entire community set up for people to you know come out and exchange art exchange fashion there's going to be people selling food there's going to be a lot going on and that's going to be all day on saturday hopefully the weather cooperates i think it will you know i mean hey we are officially in august now and it's hot so you know prepare yourself man but that's going down this weekend uh 15th and p like i said it's free if you want more information about that you can go to Eventbrite.com. they give you all the rundown on that man two of my favorites man two of my favorite instagram followers and one of which has been a black broadway alumni alumna excuse me and another brother we gotta have them on man for real but the working beauty black broadway alumna she was on our 50th episode with zamaria and um what was i talking about why did i say zamaria i'm bugging <laughs> sorry baby yo and um the whole 50 the swap dc crew 50th episode she's got an event coming up with earl's closet which is a really dope instagram page you should go check that out as well as her page the working beauty they're doing vintage day on sunday august 6th from 12 to 5 p.m and that's gonna be on on benning road pardon me minnesota avenue right behind the rainbow you know right in that little parking lot right on that whole large area which is perfect for like a flea market vintage um event they're going to have a whole bunch of different vintage curators vintage uh thrift experts and so on and so forth gathered at this event and they're going to be out there from what is it from 12 to 5 on Sunday, and it's gonna be dope. It's another free event. You can come on out. You can come on and cop all types of vintage goods and you know, talk to some of the people who are really passionate about that, get some styling tips. I definitely wanna build with my man from Earl's Closet because, yo. I just like his style. I like the pieces that he's got. You can shop with him online. You can definitely shop with The Working Beauty online. You can go to her Instagram page. She'll set you up with a whole styling session. It's incredible, man. I like what they're doing, and I like the fact that they're catering to that specific community in D.C. because, you know, we need that. And we also need to do that in the hood, you know what I mean? Hey. It's right behind Rainbow, so you might find some vintage Rainbow pieces in there. <laughs> I don't know if those exist, but, yo, I want you to come on out, man, and rock with them, for real, because that's a really, really good event. It's going to be a good vibe. I mean, I already know they style, and they vibe, and they flavor, so it's definitely going to be popping, man. That's something that everybody should come on out to. This next event, another Black Broadway alum, man, my man. Tony Lewis Jr., man, he's doing a big book signing and panel discussion at the POV Lounge at the W Hotel, which is located at 1515, uh, pardon me, 515, 15th Street, Northwest. He's doing that on Friday, the, what is that, the 4th, and that's going to be from six. p.m. to 8.30 p.m., and it's $10, but all the proceeds go to an organization called Free Minds, whose mission is to use books and literature to awaken the minds of youth from D.C. that are locked in the adult system, man, because, yo, that's that's um, far too common occurrence. You know, 18, 17, 18 out here, you know, if you get caught in the wrong circumstances, man, you're going to the feds as an adult. And you're going to be over there at D Street, you know what I'm saying, dealing with some real life adult circumstances as a youth. And the best way out of that, the best way to get yourself motivated to change your life, which is necessary, man, because jail is only getting worse in America, is to get some knowledge, man. Get some literature in your hands, get some knowledge in your head and use that to change your circumstances and to change your whole entire perspective on life and change your physical life. It's going to be dope. One of the great books that you need to do, one of the great books that you can use to start that off with is Tony Lewis Jr.'s book, man. It's called Slug, A Boy's Life in the Age of Mass Incarceration, man. That book really runs it down and it shows you how his personal story and his father's personal story and how those two intertwine to you know, create this whole narrative that's far too common in America. It's far too common. Fortunately, Tony was able to articulate himself well enough and put these words down in this book, which is a great piece of literature. I highly recommend it to anybody. Go read this book and it'll take you on a journey and show you how one man's choices or one young man's choices for real, his dad was able to affect His whole life and how his personal choices have been able to affect so many other lives and so many other people, you know, his dad's choices, they had a negative effect on him in the sense that, you know, He had to suffer through dealing with you know his dad's incarceration he had to deal with a lot of the streets and a lot of the negative repercussions of the business that his dad was involved in but by seeing his example and by his dad being able to you know emphasize to him that this is not the route to go he's been able to have an incredibly positive impact on a large amount of people not just in this city not just in this country Worldwide, man. I heard my man on Hot ninety seven on Ebro in the morning, man. Shout out to UTL, man. That was a great look, yo. And for real, you was mentioned in this Listen to the Kids, bro, episode because you influenced those brothers who started this camp off in Berry Farms to do their thing and to take that to the next level, man. So. These are all just great things. These are all big things out here that are happening in the city. And if you have some time, if you got an opportunity on Friday evening, make your way down to the W Hotel, participate in the panel discussion, listen to my man TL talk, cop a book, man. The books will be there on sale. Uh, Get your book signed. It's just going to be a great opportunity, man. To broaden your perspective and broaden your horizons about what's really, really important out here in the city, man. And we got another big event coming up, too. Like, I told y'all last week, you know, K-Dot was the big event that week. You know, the Damn Tour with Kendrick and uh, Travis hit D.C., hit the Verizon Center. This week, we got another superstar hitting the Verizon Center, man. We got J. Cole with uh, his boy Boss and Anderson Pack, who's one of my favorite acts. And they're going to be headlining J. Cole's tour. And that's going to hit the Verizon Center. I think that's hitting there on Saturday, the 6th. So if you can, you know, what is it? Ticketmaster. Get on Ticketmaster. Get your tickets. Pardon me. It's not the 6th. It's the 8th. August 8th is when they're going to be there. So you got a little bit of time, man. Hit Ticketmaster. Hit your friendly neighborhood scalper. You know what I'm saying? StubHub, whatever you got to do. And get on in there because, hey. That, I think that's going to be a really good one, man. Cole got a lot of good songs, a lot of good content. I really appreciate Cole. He might not be one of my rappers that I listen to all the time, but I really appreciate what he's doing and I appreciate his content. I appreciate his message, yo. And I know that there's tons of people, hundreds, thousands of people that's going to be hitting, that's going to be coming into the town and hitting that concert. So it's going to be a good look. Going to have F Street looking right. So. Come on out this weekend to the Verizon Center. Rock with J. Cole, man. That's going to be lit, yo. We got a couple of stories, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, got to hit on these stories before we get out of here. Yo, police are back to wilding. Just in case y'all didn't know, I I know I mentioned this a couple of uh, episodes ago, but the numbers, there have been over 700 people killed by the police. Who's... Project whose objective is to, quote-unquote, protect and serve. There have been 700 people that have lost their lives at the hands of police officers this year in America. Think about that. It's crazy. And locally, police just wilding between D.C. and Baltimore. Let me touch on both of these stories real quick. 7th District police officer was photographed wearing a whole entire racist and just confrontational shirt to court. 7-D police officer Vincent Altieri was is under investigation right now, and he's been placed on what's called non-contact duty. I don't know what the fuck does that mean. Like, I guess he got to sit in the office and be at the desk. But even still, you know, you're doing more harm than good just being on the force, you asshole. And he wore a whole shirt with a racist symbol. Let me explain it to you. The shirt has the Grim Reaper on the back. It says Power Shift, 7th District. The Grim Reaper is holding a Metropolitan Police Department badge and the D.C. flag is in the back. Instead of a O in the word Power Shift, it's a Celtic cross, which is often associated with the KKK and other white supremacist groups. This man wore this whole thing to court ostensibly to testify and get, of course, some young black dude or person of color. And in DC, you know, the only thing that's still chocolate city about DC is the criminal justice system. So you can guarantee it was definitely 90% chance that it was a black dude that he was testifying against or getting locked up. And this dude was literally in there flying his colors, just showing you how he feels about the people that he's been assigned to again, protect and serve. And even the police department commissioner, the chief, excuse me, Chief Newsom condemned this and was like, yo, this isn't how we get down. This is not what we want to be representing. A little too late for that, buddy. You know what I'm saying? But here we are, man. And. Several public defenders and other defense attorneys have reported seeing this shirt before, so it's not an isolated incident. This is not just one guy. This is several officers on MPD that have been rocking like this. And this guy is a seventh district officer, which means that he represents the part of DC which is still almost 100% black. Everything that's east of the river, Anacostia, Berry Farms, all of that, Skyland, Manor Park, all of those places, man, where it's really just 100% black and almost 100% like underserved or, or low-income people. People who really do need police's protection and police's help. This is how they feel about us. This is how they deal with us. So, yo. I want y'all to stay aware, and if you see somebody in the the courtroom or on the streets or anything with those type of symbols on them, even on their clothing or tattoos or anything, take a picture, expose these frauds, man, because that's not the type of people that we need running around patrolling our community, yo. And it's even worse up in Baltimore, man. These idiot-ass cops in Baltimore, man, they have an issue right now on their hands with officers being caught on camera. On camera planting evidence. It's crazy. They are actually on camera planting evidence on people. This idiot-ass cop in Baltimore that really started this whole thing. And it's funny because this incident took place in January. And it's August now, or July was when the tape really hit the streets. So it took almost six, seven months for this whole entire thing to even come to the public's light. But, yo, this dude turned his body camera on but what he didn't know about his body camera is that they show the previous 30 seconds with just they recorded without audio so the officer wasn't aware of that so these this this footage shows him planting a white bag of capsules or whatever in the alley and then the following footage the subsequent footage shows him taking this suspect down and putting these drugs in his or her possession. I don't know. I'm sure, pretty sure it was a guy. But I think they show that this officer is accusing this person that they're arresting of possessing these drugs, which he is on camera planting. Been caught, red-handed, nothing you could do about it. There's a whole nother case with three other officers where they were caught, I believe, on a dash cam, again, in Baltimore, planting evidence in a car, during a car stop, and then taking these suspects who were actually innocent to jail. Now, as a result of all that fallout, over 41 cases, no pardon me, 41 cases exactly to this day have been dropped and over 100, like I think about 123, I believe, that would have relied on these officers who have been involved in these incidents testimony are under review. So, I mean, look, I don't wish jail on nobody but I know that like there's consequences to things, you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, these officers are trying to put innocent people in jail, which is something that they deserve to go to jail for. And people who might've had like legitimate issues or things that might've really been dangerous to the community now are just getting tossed out of court because you got incompetent people in law enforcement, yo incompetence just leads to more danger for the community for society and none of that shit is good these just idiots yo we gotta get these whack cops off the street because again police are wilding and then you got your president the whole president of the united states telling a whole room of police officers yeah it's okay to you know hit their head up against the top of the car you know don't worry don't be too nice to these guys these are thugs these are blah 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 and these idiots clapped and laughed like, this is ridiculous. You got every police department in, in America right now backpedaling on that and saying, yo, we don't support those statements, Wooty woop, blah, blah, blah. But in the moment, at the time when he said that, a whole room of police officers with badges and guns and all of that, full-dress uniform, clapped and laughed. So that just lets you know how they feel about us, how they're going to continue to enforce and you know patrol our communities, yo. So... Not to be cliche, but stay fucking woke, yo. Because, hey, they planting shit. Not that that's new. You know what I'm saying? They setting us up. They're dealing with a whole racist mentality. And the police ain't nothing but an armed gang anyway. So you got to be careful anyway when you dealing with them. So here we are once again in the world, man, kind of just faced with a different set of circumstances. And we just got another thing that we got to look out for, man. This last story that I'ma leave on y'all, and then we're gonna get into the second half. Wilson High School, man. If anybody lives in DC or been to DC, you know that Wilson High School is pretty much the most prestigious, if not if not prestigious, then you could definitely say it's the most well funded high school in the the whole city. Like of DC public high schools, Wilson High School is like pretty much their their crown jewel. It's their shining achievement, And the people who are, you know, you could say that that's their neighborhood school, they function in a very, very affluent part of town, a very well-off part of town, man. And there's just some shit going on right now that I just got a real problem with, yo. 30 positions were cut at Wilson in the last three years. And Wilson has a budget of, 16 million, that school, just that one school, their budget is 16 million for roughly 1,700, 1,800 students. Dude, 30 positions cut in the last three years, they lost about roughly $300,000 a their budget. Bro, these are 30 positions that I promise you probably never existed at Anacostia or at Woodson, or at my alma mater, Coolidge, or at Dunbar, or something like that. And these people are raising hell to the point where they're trying to even intimidate the chancellor of D.C. public schools as saying, yo, I don't know if people will even be comfortable sending their children to Wilson High School anymore. Look, if you don't know anything about D.C., let me tell you this, and I can say this pretty much with a, a, a fair degree of confidence. Wilson is the only DC public high school, which has any measurable population of white students, period. That is the only DC public high school where white kids are even, you know, a, a measurable minority. And I'm pretty sure they're not the majority there, but hey, they're pretty close. They putting up some numbers up there because that's Timleytown, that's Friendship Heights, that's AU Heights. That's all of those places where, just for lack of a better way to put it, there ain't no black people. We don't live over there. Now, if you come over to Anacostia, Dunbar, Baloo, you know what I'm saying, Coolidge, any of those other schools, yo, I don't I don't recall going to high school with any white kids. I take that back. It was three. You know what I'm saying? It was three white kids in my whole entire high school. So just to see the way that the racial disparity and the politics played out on both of these sides was just crazy. It's insane and I mean, I just feel like, yo, this is some real bullshit because they're trying to raise hell about a school budget, which is probably larger than most DC public schools, high school budgets are period. I know that demographically, you know, it's different. And I know that the numbers there are large, you know what I'm saying? 1,800 students is not a small high school by any means, but at the end of the day, yo, they're trying to spread this money around and not have it concentrated in a place where the most wealth and the most, you know, lack of diversity as far as people of color is concerned. And the people are over there are really trying to raise hell over that. They're trying to even threaten the Woodson, I mean, pardon me, threaten the chancellor of the schools with, you know, taking their kids out of this school. Shit is trash, man. That's why we need stuff like the people that we highlight on the second half of this show, man. The good brothers at Good Camp at Berry Farms Recreation Center in Southeast DC, man. They doing great work, man. My man Ibrahim, Ockboy, aka Ockboy Perp, my man Darius. You know what I'm saying? Big shout-outs to travion White and all the other people who helped to make this thing happen, man. Like, you gotta listen, tune into the second half of the show, man. Listen to these brothers tell y'all how they made this happen. Listen to the kids bro Listen to the kids bro Listen to how happy these kids are Listen to how excited these kids are to be here And be involved in something like this man And just know that we gotta start Spreading these resources out And spreading these resources around So that everybody can live And do their best out here in this city man Cause this is all we got man It's Black Broadway Podcast And we are gonna keep this thing moving for y'all man More content for your head top yo We are gonna holler at y'all on the second half of the show Peace. Just full of smoke, heart full
1: of lies. Say that like they
0: living in the palace of the side. Lies. Everybody want to be a dope boy till they die. Everybody pushing packs. Who the fuck is getting high? Lies. Who's getting over who's getting by? Lies. Who money in mirage? Who money is in disguise? Lies. Who money in control? Who money is undermined? Lies. Gotta be more. We must to undermine. Lies. Gotta go up. In the matrix, trying to free another mind I wouldn't give a fuck if I ain't see another nine But that don't mean that I'm ever letting go of mine Product of the time, fan of the revolution Rebel on my arm, but I'm all about the union Shaking and moving, showing and proving Real street niggas make moves for the movement Move, 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 move Real street niggas make moves for the movement Only choice, not choosing we moving and y'all losing. The dream they sell is an illusion. Contributes to the confusion. Revolution is the one solution. In conclusion, in conclusion, chest full of smoke, heart full of lies. Tell you that they living in the palace of a side. Everybody want to be a dope boy till they die. Everybody push your back to the fuck is getting high. Who's getting over who's getting who money is in the sky, who money control, who money is undermined, gotta be more, we must to undermine. gotta go up under the ground another time, in the matrix trying to free another mind, I wouldn't give a fuck if i see another nine, but that don't mean that I'm ever letting go of mine, product of the time, fan of the revolution, rebel on my arm, but I'm all about the union, shaking and moving, showing and proving, real street niggas make moves for the movement, Ooh. So for real, I want to thank you, man, for putting me in the room I got some real good questions that I want to ask y'all And I want to talk to you guys more about, you know, how you feel about this camp And, you know, what's been going on with your summer How y'all? How's everybody's summer been, first of all, y'all. Good summer, good summer, good summer and good camp? Alright, that's popping So look, I just want to talk to y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can say whatever you want to say Like uh, Mr. Ibrahim said, you know what I'm saying? Just don't try to talk over everybody, you know what I'm saying? Just take your time, you know? Whoever, I'm going to point you out, I'm going to get to you in individual fashion, and you can say whatever is on your mind, all right? And um, yo, man, I thank y'all so much for just having me, man. Black Broadway, it's a podcast I started about two years ago, and basically what we do is we talk about the whole creative community in D.C. I'm from D.C. All of y'all from D.C., y'all from the city, man? Yeah. All right, that's what I'm talking about, okay? So I'm from Uptown, I'm from the other side of town, and I'm glad to be out here on the south side rocking with y'all in the farms, man. This is... Super dope, because it's one city, man, and we got to stick together, yo, because they're trying to get us up out of here. So we got to make sure that we do the right things and that we stay focused and we educate ourselves so we can stay here and we can live good, you know what I mean? Because this is our town. So Black Broadway is basically about that. We talk about the people that's doing good in this city, that's doing dope stuff from parties to camps to art to making clothes to anything, whatever you want to do, you know what I'm saying? And I'm hoping that, Some of y'all glow up in the future, man. And I can have y'all interviewed individually like, yo, this is my bad. I remember I met him at Good Camp. And now, you know, shorty is Hollywood now. And now, you know, he's in the league or, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see all of y'all achieve y'all dreams. And this is one of my dreams. So, it's like, yo, I just decided to stop talking about it and just do it. So, here we are right now. I'm glad to be in the room with y'all. And let's get it rocking, man. So, I guess man, my first question for real for real is like this rec center, man. How y'all like this rec center, man? Good. Y'all like it? So like how long is has everybody <coughs> been here before or was this y'all first time coming here in this yeah, summer? I've
1: been here. Yeah, I've been here. come here. Bro.
0: Okay, hold up, Who had their hand up, man? My man, Goggles, man. What's your name, Shorty?
1: Goggles.
0: <laughs> Send me your name? DJ. DJ. Alright, DJ, you been here before? Okay, so is this your neighborhood right here? No, but you it's close enough, huh? So you come around. What do you like to do here? What's your favorite part of this place here? The court? The, court? the basketball court? Oh. The football field is tough, man. I love y'all football field. Speak up for me, DJ. Yell out for me, okay? Whenever y'all talking, don't be afraid to yell. Speak loud, okay? Who else? What's a, Who else got a different favorite part? What's your name, big man? Nate. Nate? All right, Nate. Speak up for me, Nate. What's your favorite part of this rec center? My I do. I do. Somebody's gonna say the pool. And, and play football. Okay, I can tell this man. He got the football in his hand since he hit the door. Nate's been ready, man. What position you like to play, Nate? Quarterback. Of course, <laughs> you gotta keep that rock in your hand too, man. I like it. What's the so? What's up with the pool? Can all of y'all swim? Can some of y'all swim? I I swim actually, who can, can, can swim? Yeah, we real talk, it. real for real. Who can really can swim? Can, keep can it. you, it. you right. swim? Yeah, got right. it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I got like. Let me see. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I got ten kids in here. Ten out of a whole room full of African American kids who can swim. So don't let nobody tell you that y'all can't swim. All right. Because that's a little stereotype they like to say about us that we don't know how to swim, man. Get out there and bust some laps on them folks, man, and let them know that yo, we're out here. You know what I'm saying? So how deep is that pool? How deep does that pool go? go? Okay, sweetie. No doubt, so y'all gotta really swim. It's no, it's no tippy toeing down the pool, huh? I like it, yeah. Can you dive a little bit? You can dive, yeah. yeah. That's what's up? Who's the you best diver like, in here? Me. <laughs> me. Me. What's your name, big man? Say again. Kelvin. Kelvin? Kelvin okay. You know how dive. <laughs> <laughs> Kelvin jumping in the deep end, diving, man. Sleep. I love it, yo. And then I love deep it, end. man. <laughs> yo, I. When did I, maybe you could tell me a little bit more about when this spot opened, man? Like when did this place, when did they put this place here like right in the middle of the community for the kids, man? Um, the
2: wreck the, rec is, the rec has been here for years. Okay. Um, but through the, the, the reconstruction of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, as of the last few years or so, you know, we've been experiencing um, lots of gentrification. Facts. And um actually I mean, Personally, I believe that this was a part of the gent- gentrification.
0: Gentrification efforts. You're right, because, you know, they're trying to get everybody. Does, does anybody in this room, like, live around here? Anybody in here live, like, right around this neighborhood? You know what I mean? Not really. Y'all live a little bit further away? Still in, still in southeast? Or? Yeah, I
1: live in southeast. You live in southeast.
0: Yeah. southeast? Everybody southeast? Okay. Simple city over there. That's northeast, though, right? No, that's southeast. That's southeast. still on the south side? Okay, over by Woodson. I live by, I live by- I live you live by where we now? Said it's a deuce deuce. Okay, 20, 20 seconds. 20 seconds. 20 down 20 down. 20. <laughs> by the deuce deuce, man. I love deuce it, deuce. yo. But y'all close. This is and this is like the newest. Is this the newest rec center that's in, you know, this um, whole vicinity? Kennelwork. Uh didn't get a new one.
2: It's Burry Farms. Um, they had one on Ridge Road. Okay. Um, actually, um, yeah, the Ridge Road Rec, which is uh, over there by Tomato the the Grill. Okay.
0: Yeah, I know what Plumetto grill, grill is. It's yeah. Called, Shout out to them, yeah, too. Yeah, Banging Jamaican to, food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: Like, um, but, yeah, those, those are the two major ones that, uh, that I'm familiar with. Okay, okay. Um, I don't, I'm not really familiar with any other ones, but uh, this one is really, really blossomed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Goodman League has kind of, like, helped uh, the city. Look now, when you say city,
0: Goodman League, you talking about the Basketball the bas- League? The
2: Basketball okay. League. Okay. Because, even, you know, we right here in Burning Farms, and the, the courts are connected to this recreation center. Right. So, um with the success of the Goodman League, I think that the city began to kind of like look and say, "Hey, you know, there are people over there that need us." Absolutely. You no, know, so um, they gave us this rep, and you know, I know for uh, my partners and myself, you know, we wanted to kind of like make sure that we put something in place mm-hmm. to where the kids could really come and enjoy such a beautiful uh, space like this. Man. You know, what I'm saying, and that's, uh, I think, that's you know one of the major reasons why Good Campus is here. Nice. I mean, we wanted to definitely, definitely come in be able to touch the real people, um, the people who need it the most, the people of of this community who've been over here for years and who have been suffering for many years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And finally kind of like have this like a little glimpse of of life or like a glimpse of hope. That's what
0: I was going, that was going to be my next question, man. Do you feel like this is like, it's making a difference? Do y'all feel like this is like a good addition to the neighborhood you feel like, yeah, this is something that you really wanted to have in your neighborhood or close enough to you? Yeah. Yeah. How about you in the Lakers jersey? What were you saying, man? What's your name, man? Marcus. Marcus. Speak up for me, Marcus. What, what were you going to say? I mean, it's a good name for the kids. They have something to do the sun. Absolutely, man. Yo, I mean, all of y'all, were y'all going to any camps before this? Y'all been going to camp all summer? Yeah. Here? I went, cool. I went to a basketball OK, you went to a camp called what? You went to a basketball camp? I you went to Steve, went camp. To- camp. Steve and, Blake camp. Steve Blake camp? Nice. I a camp called what, OK. And most of y'all been here all summer. How about you, young lady? You quieted the cut over there. What's your name? Dream. Dream? Great name. So, Dream, how long you been in this camp, Dream? You came here last year? How old are you, Dream? 12? Okay, see, you one of the, you one of the bosses in here, I can tell. <laughs> I can definitely Both. tell Dream is Both. a boss, yo. So, like, do you, you feel like this camp has really made, like, a difference in the community have you seen it grow from how it was last year is it bigger this year cool like y'all have sponsors now huh that Under Armour backpack I see you got on that's nice I like that backpack yo so hey listen did all of y'all get hooked up a little bit with the Under Armour stuff man all right shout out the Under Armour yo. gotta shout out Under Armour they're kind of a local company too they're from but they're out of Baltimore did y'all know that y'all ever been to Yeah, y'all, have you, any of y'all ever been to the Under Armour factory out there in Baltimore? It's tight. Yeah, you catch a little boat over there. It's really cool. I want, yeah, all of y'all should get out there and do that, man. That is super dope, man, for real. All right, so look, man, now we just got to talk, we done talked about the wreck. Now we got to talk about this camp, man. What's this camp called?
2: Good Camp. Good Camp. camp.
0: I like the, I like the little call and response you did with the kids doing for me one time, huh? i'm good i'm good, good. yeah i love, I love that hey yo play <laughs> it again now hey now i love it yo good camp man so how did this good camp start man what what does good camp mean is it like an acronym talk to me bro you got the dope good cap uh dad hat on tell me your name fam
1: Uh, Darius Baxter, Executive Director of Good Projects.
0: Awesome, man. So how did Good Camp start, Darius? Tell us about it, man.
1: Man, Good Camp started uh, as the vision of of three guys sitting in a college uh, dorm room Hmm. uh, where we realized how violence was spiking in the district, Uh um, especially in the summertime. Mm -hmm. So we literally started just writing on a whiteboard. You know, if we were to create a camp, like Mm -hmm. what would it look like? Mm. what would we have? We would have football, obviously, like, we're former football guys. We, like, gotta have some football stuff. Um, and then the argument came, like, alright, let's add in some some etiquette stuff. And, you know, I, I have to admit, I was the guy that was like, oh, that's so that's so stupid. Like, no, nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody, <laughs> nah, it, but you, it's vital skills, though, it's, man. It's, it's they bought you around, huh? They, they, they <laughs> sold me, because I'm like, it's football, it's summertime, everybody wants to be outside running around all day. Mm-hmm. But then once I was sold, um, you know, I really thank my partners that we kind of just ran with it. Nice. Uh, we added in um, an environmental piece this summer through our work with the Earth Conservation Corps, which has allowed us to give these awesome young men the opportunity to be able to go out to, like, Kenilworth Aquatic Gardens. Nice. Um, what are some of the other stuff that y'all have done out there? Okay. Y'all, y'all been on a lot of field trips this summer? Yeah. What was your favorite
0: field trip? The water
1: park.
0: What? <laughs> of yeah. rig. All right. Staring. Staring. That's Staring. a pop- What about you, Drake? The training
1: camp. Uh,
0: all of them was cool. Okay. So, like, so you say we got field Trust. What else we got? There you
1: uh, uh There's a restorative justice piece. So, okay. Uh, Expand on that a little bit. Restorative justice. What do you mean by that? So, we were we were blessed to be able to begin working with the Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services. Okay. And they have done an amazing job of implementing what's called restorative justice into the work that they do. Okay. Uh, under the direction of Director Clayton Lacey. Um, And for him, it's constantly asking the question of, what does love look like? Mm. And when looking at restorative justice, it's getting to the root cause of a lot of the issues that we see coming up, not just in our communities, but in our own families. Um, So we went into this summer looking at it like, okay, is a kid ever too young to really start diving into some of the issues that are developing in their lives? And we said no. Nah, especially yeah. in this
0: environment that we're in, like, you know, kids grow up fast, man. They see a lot. They see a lot early. So, like, you gotta educate them on what they see and manage their expectations. So, do you have, like, experts come in and stuff like that? You have different speakers come in and stuff? You know,
1: we're all. Oh. A lot of speakers. A lot of A lot of different speakers, right? Um, but we feel. Okay, Parks and Rec. They so, did. Go ahead, talk to me, dude. Um, we 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 truly understand that we're all experts in our own rights. Yes. Um, we believe you. You're never too old to learn, and you're never too young to teach. I um, am. That's I'm a, that's a big statement, right there. It, it's, it's very true. It's true. Very I'm, true. I'm blessed to be able to work with Op um, mm-hmm. and the Credible Messenger program, and that's the idea that we've kind of brought into all of the work that we've done. Okay. I mean. All of us have our own stories. We all have our own expertise because we have lived the experience. Mm-hmm. So we have a group of amazing counselors here Absolutely. that run our restorative justice circles for us with the kids every day. Definitely looking forward to
0: talking to some of your counselors, man, because mm-hmm. a lot of y'all don't know, and, like, y'all young right now, but, like, man, when you get that first summer job, man, it's a yeah. good feeling, man. When y'all, Especially when y'all here Look, kicking in with your kids and helping You working next year, with, you working next year huh? Next year. <laughs> exactly. You're going to be working so 13, oh. right? You can work at 14, right? Okay, so boom. Yeah, you guys are on your way. Y'all have y'all had a lot of speakers and had a lot of fun this summer and stuff like that. So what do you think, when did this whole Good Camp thing start? And like, you said it started in the dorm room, but yeah. when did, when were you able to actually put, you know, the iron to the metal and just,
1: you know, make this thing happen? You know what I mean? Um, Last year. Last year? Summer 2016. Summer 2016. Um, shout out Drake. Okay. It's really, um... DCPS said Drake. Drake, yeah, summer yeah. sixteen. It was okay. Hey, like. right, <laughs> looking for revenge. No, I thought summer you summer said Drake summer. kicked in a couple of. You know, no shout out know. Drake if you want to kick in a few dollars. Hey, exactly. <laughs> if you hit us up in the six, you know, in the two hundred two, we need
0: a couple of things. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. But yo, so summer sixteen is when this whole thing started, and you've been growing. Like, was was Under Armour on
1: board last year? Uh yeah. Thankfully, yes. Okay. Under Armour was one of the uh, the first supporters that came on for Good Camp. Okay. Uh, last summer we had the absolute pleasure of working with DCPS. Okay. Um, but it was a mutual decision to just really say, okay, is a DCPS school the best place to host a camp of this magnitude? Mm. Probably not. Um, mm. And then DPR stepped up to the plate um, nice. and said, you know, we have these amazing facilities, especially. East of the River. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this will be a good home for Good Camp. So it's a beautiful up. home for Good Camp, man. Yeah. When I came in, I saw the kids playing and
0: eating lunch and coming from the pool and just... Uh, a plethora of activities, man. It's just lit. all types of... It's lit! It's all the way lit, man. So, yeah. like, how many kids are you hosting here? How many kids do we have, like, on a regular basis? Too many. Too
2: many. 100 plus. <laughs> <Too many. laughs> no, it looks like, this looks like <laughs> a good crew to me, guys. 100 plus, though.
1: 100 plus? I say too many, it's a, it's a good thing. Though. Yeah, we're absolutely. Definitely, we're definitely showing that there's a need east of the river. Um, okay. And, like, literally before I came in, in here, I was just talking to the director of the building, um, Ms. Marsha, and... Just figuring out ways that we can expand on this work for next summer and get more opportunities. For okay. Kids, so. so like, when you got kids in here, um, you said there's over a hundred, right?
0: Is there any cost associated with this? Like, do the kids have to pay anything? their families? Anything free like ninety nine. No. Yeah. nine. Free thousand. Free ninety nine. for the yeah. I love it, man. That's okay. perfect, man. We gotta get. We gotta give it up to you guys, man. I, Thank y'all, man, for providing us for $3.99 for the Thank youth, man. For real, man. That's great, man. So, like, you've been able to pull this off. Like,
1: do you do you carry it over into the school year or anything like that? Do you have programs that you run during the school year? Yeah, so this mm-hmm. year is going to be the first year we're, we're running over our year-long program. So, um... A lot of the young people that are in good campus Summer will get an invite to come into our year-long program. Okay. Um, hosted you going host it at this recreation center or um, we're, various spots? We're, we're, we're trying to figure out exactly what's going to be the best place for it. Okay. We want to make sure we make the right decision. Okay. Um, but it's, it's just been truly a blessing we've got. Um, Tons of great supporters from Under Armour to PNC, to Capital yeah. One, the museum. Um, hey, the the museum. shout out the all museum, you supporters, man. Um, the museums, to PNC, Capital One Bank. Yeah. Under Armour, yeah. of course. Council, you know, Council, Council member White is going to be great supporter. All right. Travion
2: yeah. White, man. That's the homie, man. For real. So big shout G-O, out to Travis. Definitely, man. Big shout out to hey, T.L. Tony Lewis. T-L, 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 T.L. Black yeah. Broadway alumni. Yeah, are on the show yeah. and everything, man. Good guy, man. Who's definitely been influencing you on a personal level. Um man, Donald Stevenson, yep. my beloved brother, man. I, I love I, I, you. I, yo. Thank you. Um, lot of this, like, it's, it's the people, it's, it's people that were like at the forefront of this work. Mm-hmm. You know what i mean? Like mentors to me, mm-hmm. you know I mean? like Silas Grant Okay. Donald Stevenson, um Geronimo. Man, you shouting out, so he he shoutin out so the you shouting out the he's influences, the, the real influences. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy Black, you know what I'm saying, Wale, Big Wax. But more importantly, Darius Baxter. Yes, sir. Danny Wright. You know what I mean? They, those, These three guys have been nothing but phenomenal in their work. And I'm blessed, really, because I was going to have you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was the the of you. And um, they have brought me on um, to be a part of this. And it's been, uh, no. been a bit uh, exciting. Fun. Well, you it's know, oops fun. ain't nothing if you can't finish. So Shout out hey. to you, hey. man. You got
0: to dunk it. <laughs> crazy, you know what I'm saying? The crazy
2: part about it is... We gonna make sure i dunk it. absolutely yeah. So yeah. set why, you up for why, success that's why that's why, that's why i love them there, and i thank them very much for um personally giving me an opportunity because without them i couldn't be able to do that's things dope. like this and i can't affect their lives and the magnitude in which i'm doing that that's dope you know what the scale is much more broader now it's much more bigger and you know i personally i was a grass
1: roots type of guy i'm just constantly in the community um, you on the yeah, south side, yeah, you are gonna bump into this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and see, <laughs> well, and see, that's that's I wanna I wanna actually um I wanna piggyback off that because one thing that I know me and my partners um Block and Danny Wright we never take for granted is the fact that the people like people people like my cousin uh, Donald Stevenson the people like Trayon White's the people like the Tony Lewis's people like the Jimmy Blacks that came before us mm-hmm. and paved the way for us to be able. To be young dudes, like, I'm from the South Side. That's, That's what I was going to ask you. County. You from like, the city, man? Yeah. Like, I love it.
0: Where you go to high Bush, school?
1: Bishop McNamara. All right.
0: Good Education over there, you play ball.
1: I did. Ah, I'm I'm my man, not well after high school, but I played. Um, I know how that be, too. But say that to say that, like, none of this that we're doing would be possible if they didn't give us the opportunity to not have to deal with some of the things that the streets brought. Yeah, so that we could pay attention to our books, so that we could play ball, and then go into a school like Georgetown to be able to come back and do this work, no doubt, and then be able to take that time away Mm -hmm. and then be accepted with open arms as we come back able to gain that community support again. Nah, man, we all like to see people doing good, man. And that's the thing. Like, when you bring value
0: to the hood, people recognize that, you know. And and you know it comes from a sincere place. That's another thing I really want to talk about as far as bringing value. Summer jobs, man. I see y'all got a lot of youngsters. Like, you know, youngsters, when I say youngsters, I'm talking about, you know, later teenagers and stuff like that. From... What, the oldest I think you can get a summer job now is like 21 or 22? Actually, 24. 24. 24. Okay, yeah, so yeah. yeah, 24, huh? Yeah, actually, actually 24. Nice, yo. So y'all got a nice, solid group of, you know, older, young people here that are running this thing, man. Like, how did they get it? How? I want to talk to you. Are you one of the counselors, yeah, man? I My know. bad. What's your name, bro?
2: Thaddeus.
0: Thaddeus? My man. All right, Thaddeus, man. Thank you for being on with the show, man. For real, y'all. appreciate you. So tell everybody, man, how did you get this job? How did you get hooked up with this, man?
2: Well, this is actually my, my last summer youth uh, program So when I did application and Terry Bullock just reached out to me in the email mm-hmm. And since then we came I came for the first week of training and I like you know, I like I worked with kids last year, so okay. kids is like my passion. So nice. I try to give them something that I didn't have growing up, so okay. I just try
0: to be more good. That's dope, man. What about my man Jamal, man? Tell us about it.
2: Yeah. I like okay my up for me. and Troy had reached out with the email with the same email I just, my stuff there. okay
0: so did y'all like get to pick specifically this camp or it was just like you're in the summer youth program program and they'll just like they assign you to a camp No, what, what
2: mm-hmm. basically it does give you three choices through, right? Okay. With some that you like to do like I did child care, care but mm-hmm. I would never known that you never know who's going to pick you up. So right. there's
0: an opportunity that you put in your bed and you get placed. Okay, cool. Y'all still
2: in school? Yeah, I graduated.
0: Okay, you graduated I'm from what, high Shaw, school? Shaw University. From Shaw University in yeah. North Carolina, right? Yeah. Hey, congratulations, man. got shout out my academy. College graduated in the building. Hey. Love that. Love that. What about you, boss? You i you're starting this year. You, Luke Seymour. At Seymour? Yeah. Hey, I, I like that. Luke Seymour up there on um, Brooklyn. You graduating this year, yo. Good stuff, man. That's what's up, man. What a, what For you
2: know, real.
0: Yeah, tell, tell us about what you got on deck. Uh, about about got got on that, on that what? College
2: program. They gave me together with with my study and
0: all that. My SAT schools and uh Tight, tight. So you going you gonna to be ready when it's SAT time this year? We definitely we definitely
2: going to make sure
0: that they he's ready. Right. A beast. They are going to turn you into a beast. You with the right crew right here. You with some certified beasts. so Yo. You on the path, man, for real, yo. How does it feel to, like, be working, though, man, in the summertime? Don't you, pr- you would prefer to be working in the summertime than just sitting around yeah. doing anything, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a
2: workaholic. harder. I go by yam. Yeah, I'm, I'm young and and motivated, so whatever I got
0: to do. Jam. I, <laughs> I like that. Jams, <laughs> yeah. Yo, okay, we got another counselor in the building, too, man. Yo, introduce yourself, yeah. man. Yeah. Do y'all pick, speak up a little bit, y'all, too. My name's Deontay. All right, my bad. Where are you from, Deontay? I'm from 21st. my bad. So how long have you been working with the camp? I just
2: started
0: working, like, Monday. Okay, so you fresh in. How you like it, man? It's
2: cool.
0: It's a cool little job. It's a
2: cool
0: job. No doubt. You in high school? Yeah, man. I'm in the town. You in the town? Hey, man, what school do you go to? I
2: usually go
0: to KCP. Okay. Uh, KCP over there by Union Market. Kemp College Prep? Cool. Okay, idea over by Minnesota Avenue. Man, this is an all-city crew right here, man. We got every, we got all the bases covered. We got Northeast, Uptown. DC or nothing. You know, DC or nothing. Everybody's in the house right now, man. Right? So, like, do you, you said, I know Thaddeus, you said your passion is, like, working with the kids. Um, Jamal, had you ever worked with kids before, like, in, like, a real capacity as a job? Yeah, but just working with kids in the, in the hood and stuff like that. All right. What about you, man? Diante, no, how you liking it so no, far, I man? Yeah, absolutely, man, for real. Like, and this this seems like a cool little crew right here, man. If you if you could throw a football pretty good, and you know what I'm saying, show them a couple of things, man, teach them a couple of things. They seem like they they're receptive, you know what I'm saying. So I like that. I think that this is like a good. A good start with the community right here. You know what I mean. Like as far as this whole entire community though, how do you guys feel like you're having an impact on this community? Do you feel like it's a really positive impact that you're having yeah, on this community? Yeah,
2: it starts with the kids, you, no doubt. You, you get the bomb with the kids that changes everything. Absolutely. No matter what's no what going on, like as long as you keeping them safe and like, hey, that is an influence in the community, mm-hmm. you can knock it out.
0: Are you able to move them when you're moving around in the city and stuff like that? Do you ever see some of your kids, you know what I'm saying, be like, hey, what's up, shuddy, you know? Absolutely. Because, I mean, it's summertime, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's out and about, man. Like, what school does everybody go to in here? Hey,
2: Maclemore.
0: Kip? Kip? Catch him, okay? You go to Paul? I went to Paul. <laughs> I like that. I knew I like dream. I went to Paul. You know what I'm saying? So yes, that's what's up, man. We got the whole city is in here, man, for real. Like the young lady, we got a we got a photographer in the house. I gotta acknowledge, you know, the shooter. Are you a counselor too? Okay, all right. So you working with Dave?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, all right. One thing though, I'm good. Be yeah. good. All right, All right, y'all. So we was blessed to have her from the the real HU Howard University.
0: Hey, hey, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. She, she could probably she could. tell That's you all, all that was about. missing was Howard representation. So I'm glad That's you right. was able to bring that here. All right. That's so good. she's good. like she handles the social media and everything for you guys so and all so of that a little excited. bit. Taking some good pictures. I hope I can see. You got the rice piece over here, so oh. you know I love it, yo. Like right now, I'm looking at this whole thing, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, you guys got this much going. Like, what what are some of your goals here? Like, I mean, you're a stat, you've done a lot. Don't get me yeah. wrong, like you've done a lot, but yeah. what are your goals? Like, what are the, you know, what's next? What's the bigger goals? Well, here?
1: Well, we're gonna continue looking at Good cash specifically. We're gonna continue to work closely with uh with the Department of Parks and Recreation (DPR) uh-huh. um to find ways uh that we can expand on what we're doing, uh-huh. uh, but also expand on the mission that DPR has. DPR is doing an amazing job of okay. um, provi- providing spaces and providing dedica- dedicated people that have been working with um, DC government for years on years. Right, um, and that's
0: like the recreation center staff, right? That's the recreation okay, center Okay, staff. cool. Um,
1: one thing right. that we're realizing coming into this game is that we don't want to have to reinvent the wheel. Right, you know, it's um. Looking at our leadership, three young guys at this point were a year out of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know everything. We're not going to claim to. No um, even looking at this summer, we've made our our many mistakes and we'll continue to learn from those. And you're still um, learning, though, but you're growing. Like, I mean, and
0: just to have made this happen two years back to back, yep. it shows you that, you know, hey, year three is going only get better.
1: And that's when it comes with looking at... Who are the people? One thing with our organization, it, it, we're true and tried on partnerships. Okay. Um, and it's finding who's been in the game, who's done the work, who's mm-hmm. learned from the mistakes already so that we don't have to make them again. That's incredible, um, And that's why it's, it, when, when DPR stepped up to the plate and said, you know what, we're willing to be your partner for this summer, it was truly a blessing from God. Um, and we'll continue to build on this relationship so that we can – we don't have to reinvent the wheel every time we want to go to a different spot in the city and that we can work with them to be able to take maybe just the program and the curriculum aspect and the partnership that we've been able to garner from the Under Armors to the Redskins to all these community partners, including yourself. Yo, man, thank
0: you guys so much for having me,
1: man. For real, I'm, I'm honored, yo. Man. This has been one of the dopest interviews
0: ever, yo. Y'all got energy, man. Y'all the energy crew. I love it, man. So, like, when you guys partner up with people, man, I mean, how do people go? How would anyone who wants to help who he might hear this podcast or see us on social media? How do they get in touch with you guys, man? What's your contact information? Social media, websites, anything oh, yeah, like that?
1: For sure, First,
0: Instagram, all of that. Yeah, so look look out for the good hats. They all the look good hats, the, the good hat, the good dad hat is definitely represented out here. Uh, designed by Akboy perfect So of course, that
2: dad king in the
0: city right now for real. Yeah.
2: Hey, hey, good projects on Instagram.
0: Alright, hashtag good projects on Instagram.
1: What yeah. else we got? Um so you can find us on any social media at Good Projects DC. Good projects DC. Yep. Okay. Um, website is just goodprojectsdc.org. And okay. like I said, we're not we're not hard to find in the city. We're not one of those organizations that's cooped up in an office. Nah, that that's the best <laughs> thing I like that. And this is so great
0: to have an interview. You know, when we not cooped up in an office or cooped up in a studio, we live, we got we, the kids in you know, us, it's
2: lit. We are, the <laughs> we are a little unorthodox, hey. you know what I mean, with some of our beliefs. Because Me too. again, <laughs> like, when it comes to this work, man, like we do this stuff spontaneously because we want to we wanna try to help save lives.
0: Real talk. The mission
2: is to save a life. Real talk. I didn't say save 10 lives at one time, I said save a life. Mm-hmm. So be a positive influence to at least one young person. Um, rather male or female, and like I said, that will begin to trickle down to someone else because once you affect one person's life, that person goes shares that story with another person, and then there's the domino effect where now that one conversation has been spread throughout to a hundred other other people without you even being there one, That's right, man. You know what yo, saying? man. So, yo, that's what it's about for us. Have
0: y'all been learning a lot from this Ibrahim, this summer yeah. man? From the hot yo, man. That's my guy, man. Like, listen to this guy, man. He's, I'm pulling you to side he's definitely oh! the Yeah, you know so he's <laughs> throwing up the sides. Yeah, because, because I'm the king of pulling you to the
2: side. The
0: king of pulling him and to the side. You, because when
2: you off. So we need, to have, we need to have some man time. We need Absolutely. to have talk. We need to communicate. Nah, this because is a solid can, crew. Communication is a, like, like healing starts with communicating. You got to communicate. Open up that communication window. Nice, and, don't, and don't be afraid to jump through it. So nice. uh, I've been down to you to decide, King. No
0: doubt. So so before we even get out of here, I got to ask one more question because I feel like this is so relevant to where we are right now. Like, how do y'all feel about these changes that are going on in the city, man. Like, how do you feel? How does this whole gentrification thing make you feel? We in the middle of Barry Farns right now. You know they are actively trying to tear this whole joint down and replace it with some condos with some people that don't look nothing like us and don't live anything like us and don't care about us. Like how do y'all feel about that? And what do you what are you actively trying to do to combat that? Um, we we
2: do not plan on leaving without a fight.
0: That's right. That's what I'm talking and that's about. Just it. That's it. It
2: ain't a whole lot of talking to it, right? Um, this is our, this is our home, right? This is where we're born and raised. You mm-hmm. um, know what? When we're taking care of this better than.
0: Thank you. That's what I we're wanted holding, to say we're, too. We're, we're
2: holding ourselves accountable for our community mm-hmm. and um, trying to spread the word to help. Others in the community to get on board with us, uh, help save the community, man. man. Be a part of, like, be a part of this change. Real talk, um, this gentrification it, it scares a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but when you when you hold yourself accountable and you look at accountability and you start doing the work mm-hmm. to keep everything as as is, you'll mm-hmm. be good, man. You know I
0: mean? That's a great answer, bro. Yeah. Like like yeah. you said, we're not going out with a fight. There is I appreciate you so much for like you know, having those experiences. You went to Georgetown University too? Yeah. Man, Bishop McNamara, Southside. Yeah. Bishop McNamara, Georgetown University. Tell them you out. Back to the Southside again. Tell them I you out there. How old are you, D? 23. Get out of here, man. <laughs> That's crazy, <laughs> dog. 23, man? Like, listen, I wasn't anywhere near this socially progressive and active at 23, so I gotta congratulate you, man. You're doing a great no, and, job, and man, And the thing For is, it's, it's,
1: not, it's, it's way bigger than me, man. Right. I'm, I'm one of 1st um, mm-hmm. we're, we're a three-headed monster. Again. Right. Shout out to Trojan and Danny Wright. All right. Uh, and then, obviously, like the awesome team. Yeah, man. And you
0: got a, you got an all-star team here, man. You we, really do, man. We, we
1: do, man. I consider myself more the GM than anything. All right. I, I, right. I can't go out there and play the game. No but we got a great group of guys that, like I said, they throw the ball up every night and call us Live City. Cause, you know, <laughs> that's right. On, that's <laughs> right.
0: I like that, man. Yo, y'all are definitely... Dunking and finishing out here, man. For real, yo. Yo, I wanna thank all the young men and Dream, of course, yeah. for being in the building with us, man. Yo, y'all was a great audience you yeah, yo. Y'all was a great audience, man. For real, man. And look, yo, this is Black Broadway Podcast, y'all. And listen, this podcast, this whole thing about Black Broadway, the reason why I call it Black Broadway is this, yo. D.C. has a creative community and we've been doing cool stuff long before they started building all of these fancy new buildings and, you know, having these fancy shops that, you know, they are, that not aren't really for us or don't dedicate or don't cater to us. We've been doing this. We had a community. We had a whole entire strip called Black Broadway, which is U Street Northwest, where all the artists and all the creatives came and gathered and shared their gifts and their talents. And that's what I'm trying to make this podcast be and what it's about. So I'm just carrying on the legacy from people that lived 50, 60, 70, 80 years before me. And y'all gonna carry on the legacy 50, 60, 70, 80 years after me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just glad that I was able to share this with y'all. I'm glad y'all were here. And yo, get on this podcast wave, kids. This is the wave of the future, yo. This is how the information is out there. This is how the information touches y'all. So man, get out here. And like I always like to say, this my tagline right here, yo. And think about this, yo. If you're not at the table... You on the plate, all right? So make sure you at the table, okay? Make sure you got a voice. Make sure that you are getting your words heard and your perspective heard and your concerns uh, dealt with, man. Because if you're not at the table, you on the plate, and you don't want to be on the plate, shorty. You don't want to get eaten, man. So yo, I think that'll do it for this little moment in Black Broadway. Yo. I thank you so much for having me, yo. It's one of my favorite episodes, it hands down hands down, hey, man. Hey, Z, hey, thank hey. you so much, young boy. My man, Fatty, is back. Thank you so much. As always, my producer, Z in the house. Give her a hand, yo. She's the producer. Hey, She's the She's been holding us down. She put it all together, man. So, yo, another episode of Black Broadway Podcast is in the books, y'all. And we're going to holler at y'all next week. Hey!